passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tony just walked in, so they're going to escort him right to the studios, and we'll get to have him for, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, and then we'll see if he can stay around for the after show. They probably got him like on a big time junket where he has to hit like another 10 pieces of media. I think he's probably already done TV. We might be the only radio he's doing, and that's just probably because it's it's a friend deal at the end of the day. It's because you're Bubba. Yeah, Anna, you've never um, well, you know, you don't know anything about racing, like well, nothing. That's not entirely untrue or true. You, you did go to the St. Pete Grand Prix. I did last yes. year. I'm familiar with cars. Did you like? And roads. <clears throat> did you like that? I had a lot of fun. Did you know that Tony owns one of the largest? most prestigious dirt tracks in America, something you'd know nothing about. I think, uh, it, I, think I did know that. But Fred, yes, it, we're on the air. Come on in, buddy. <laughs> I'm right Hi. Here. Nice to meet you. We got you ready for the mic. We're, li- we're live on the air. Like a ginormous billboard right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like corporate Tony. He's so much nicer. <laughs> It wasn't been, but had been, wouldn't have been near as pleasant if we'd just seen each other at the race shop. There would have been a couple of F's and stuff, but Tony's getting into position. I said getting in position, not getting in the position. (laughs) Only you, my friend. Boy, I got to tell you, they had you looking good as hell on the Daytona 500. They had you looking good. You looked about 35. Hey, I'm. I'm I'm not aging that bad. No, you're actually, honest to God, do you think that you could get in, honest to God, if you think you could get in one, one of your own, you know, you own four, you own four cars, do you think you could get into 41 to, <clears throat> tomorrow and be competitive in the 500? In the 500, probably. In going to Fontana this weekend, probably not. Or Bristol. Definitely not Bristol. <laughs> I am not race fit. That's, that's. That would be the biggest problem is just not being Talladega and Daytona all day, all day, all day. I was a little surprised. I was watching the broadcast on Sunday where you said you were with Larson one time and Larson actually said that Bell was a better driver than he was. Yeah, we were we were literally sitting in Atlanta in my motorhome and we were watching a live stream of a USAC race out in California. And uh, he, he goes, you need to watch this kid. I said, what's his name? He said, Christopher Bell. I said, never heard of this kid. He goes, well, you're going to. He goes, he's better than I am. That was literally Kyle Larson's words. 
Now, I'm not sure it's lived up to that. I think Kyle's still better than than uh, Christopher is, but Christopher is a huge talent for sure. Wouldn't you say, and you're recognized as one of the greatest of all time, you, AJ, wouldn't you say that Larson is there? Like he's, um, I mean, I've heard you say privately that he's amazing. He is amazing. It's um, It's been fun to watch him. Obviously, what he does on dirt is huge, and, and uh, the sprint car winning the Knoxville Nationals, winning the Kings Royal. I mean, he's won the big sprint car races. Then he gets in dirt late models now, and now he runs good there. He's won a cup championship now. What's going to be exciting is next year when we get to see him run the Indy 500. That's going to be a really cool deal. And now you've done that, and do you think? And you know this guy's skill set. And I think there, you know, I think maybe there was you kind of took a run at him uh, a little bit. You want? I, I I think it's not a secret that you wanted him. When oh he, yeah. When he got in his little scrape up, which I completely thought was the biggest bunch of bull crap ever. We're not going to get into that, but. You you took a run at him, I think, didn't you? We did. It was, um, and we were really close. We just had one hurdle to cross at the end that, again, I won't mention, but yeah, yeah we had one hurdle that we just could not get and across. And you wanted it so bad because, yeah. I mean, that guy, that's kind of, if you were going into protege type world, like it was AJ who did it all, and then the next guy that really kind of did it all was you. You were the next guy that kind of could do it all. He's the next guy that can do it all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Going on down the line. The thing about Kyle Larson is he's one of those kids that you literally you, you take him out of the box, you put him in a car, and you just tap him on the head and you go, go have fun. Drive it. And he just can drive anything, and he doesn't have to think about it. Like, you know, I'm getting ready to run a top alcohol dragster, you know, this Bring year. Bring that here momentarily. And and I got to think about everything that I'm doing with it. So it's, and I'm using that for the comparison with Larson, where that kid, you just say, well, you got to do this and this, and he'll just get in and do it. He doesn't have to think about it. He and the other thing is, he can drive an ill handle in car. He'll take an ill handle in car and make it work. Sure. You know, yeah. and that's one thing that you, I think a lot of people don't know how one of the reasons why you were so good is because if you had a car that was tight and you had, before they started restricting the cars on down to like, you know, crate motors, you would just, you would just gas it up more in the corners and free it up on your own, on your natural ability. You could drive an ill handled car. And when they locked the cars down as in toward the latter part of your careers, kind of was to your disadvantage because it made the cars so e- even that not uh, ill handling cars were not, you know, you couldn't make them do, you didn't have the donkeys to make them do what you wanted. That, that's exactly right. I mean, they, they basically neutered them. They did. And uh, when they started taking the power away like that, that's Hurt when, you, you know, it, that took the, the tools that I had in my bag to go fast and figure out how to make up the difference. That, that took all that away. Speaking of which now, so you're getting ready to do top alcohol, um, uh, you know, dragster. And I think the only difference between, you know, what Leah drives and you drive is the fuel, right? I mean, I think that aren't they the same length? Aren't well, they? it's about 6,000 horsepower difference. Well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I do know, I, I know the di- huge difference in motor, but I think other than that, they're, they're pretty much identical, aren't they? Uh, for the most part, the car is almost identical, but the motor and, and the fuel, uh, you know, we, we do run nitro in the fuel as well, but a much smaller percentage uh, with the alcohol dragster, but... Um, you know, literally to go from Leah's car that has 11,000 horsepower to go to an alcohol dragster that's 5,000 horsepower. You've never been with a woman that says, I have more horsepower than you, have you? <laughs> Just this time, bud. <laughs> <laughs>
she scoffs at your at your at your four cylinder mini stock. <laughs> well, she's the one that kind of really pushed us for this this year, and and uh, I'm excited about. It. I mean, it's, I ran eleven races total last year, and that wasn't enough for me. So you know, having the opportunity, and you to, got beat by a girl by a millionth of a second just because she whole yeah. shotted you. Thanks, buddy. No, appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> that. Not to rub it in. Sumo told yeah. me. To, Sumo told me to bring that one up with with a Gooch kicker. Well, when I get home, I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah. So we'll, we'll sort that out. And well, you can't kick Gooch's ass now, can you? Not Gooch. Gooch is getting older, but he's not old enough. I mean, Gooch still weighs a you know See, three here's the thing about Gooch. Gooch uh, could be so as old as here a week or two yeah, ago. Gooch, so ca- Gooch came in a few weeks ago and 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 sat in when he was with the, when the All Stars were at East Bay. He came on in. The thing about Gooch, you'd have to hit him in the head with a pipe in order to disable him. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, well, you're gonna have you're after gonna have to bring two pipes because you're gonna screw up the first one hitting him right. in the head, and then the second one might actually do the job. So are you? Your the Gator Nationals will be your your. I mean, because you're gonna do the whole season here, top alcohol, are you not? I am, and I, and it's the awesome part about the Gators this year is I get to run the baby Gators the week before, and then I get to run the Gator Nationals. So, uh, you know, to be here in Florida and get to kick off the season uh, at the Gator Nationals and you know, it was where TSR actually won their first Nitro race with Matt Hagen in the funny car last year. So, you know, Gator Nationals has a special place in my heart, you know, because of our team and, uh, you know, to get the opportunity to race two weekends in a row and get the regional race and get some get some time back in the car after the winter and uh, then get ready for Gator Nationals. Now, it's, you've uh, driven everything. You've literally driven open wheel modifieds, midgets, silver crown, asphalt, pavement, uh, by motor uh, m- motorcycles. <clears throat> How di- now? We used to talk to Selzy and Capsy, and they're like, you know, you c- you guys may think we only go four or five seconds or whatever, and make fun of us. We only go this. He goes, but it is completely the most sketchiest thing that you could ever think about. And now you're doing it. So give us your rendition of it. That is why I'm doing it. I mean, it's straight. It's probably something you've never had. You, Tony Stewart, needs sketch, and you've already sketched yourself out with every other form of racing. So you got you got to take sketch to the next level, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, I I'd never driven anything over a thousand horsepower, and that was in '96 in Indy cars at the Indy 500. So you know, then to get an opportunity to test with Leah's top fuel car. The more laps I made in that car, the more I realized this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I mean, this car is way faster than I am. And what I mean by that is what people don't realize, a car that has 11,000 horsepower that runs 330 mile an hour, and in the first 60 feet of that is already running 100 mile an hour in 60 feet. The acceleration is incredible in these things. So the hardest part of driving is getting your brain to process the information as fast as it's happening. But, your brain's still back at the starting line, yeah. and you're 100 feet down, right? So when you're 100 feet down and your brain's at the starting line, if something happens, you're probably not going to catch it. So, I mean, that's that's the sketchy part to it. And, you know, talking to Selzy and Caps and, you know, talking to our teammates with, with Leah and Matt, you know, Leah can tell you how far it carries the left front tire when she gets on the gas. I can't even tell you there's a left front tire on the car until <laughs> after we get by the end of the start, the finish line at the top end. And, and she actually is really, really good. I mean, she's, you know, not only is she your wife, but she's also very competitive and she's very good at this and d- drives it on the toppest of levels. Did she encourage you to do this? I mean, you know, I mean. Well, I think it was kind of a mixture. I mean, when we started dating and I started going to, to the NHRA races with her, you know, you're, you're standing there and you're watching what's going on, but you really don't know because everything in motorsports I had done before with nascar and indycar and dirt track racing it all was kind of in the same bubble but yeah then you go to an nhra race and you watch all this and and all of a sudden you realize 
this is a much, much larger deal, and, and there's things that you just can't even understand and comprehend. It's kind of on Fantasy Island off to its side. So the more that I got interested in it, the more, you know, listening to her comments and debriefs with the crew chiefs, I wanted to understand what what's the feeling like that she's talking about. So I went down to Bradenton, Florida, and yeah. went to Frank Holly's driving school and really enjoyed it. So um, You did quite a few passes there, didn't you? Yeah, I actually went back. I did two schools with him in a row. I, I did a two-day deal and then went home and— I told Lee, I said, there were a lot of things that I didn't do right, and I just wanted to go and clean it up. And I had no intentions of doing anything past that. But, you know, I'm competitive, and I'm one of those guys that if I don't do it right, I want to do it till I do it right. So went back to his school a second time, uh, had a really good deal there. And, and you know, him and Leah, before they left, said, hey, we, we ought to get him in a top fuel car and let him make a couple hits. So Celsi always talked about the de-acceleration de- when you throw the shoots. He's like, that's sometimes more violent than the takeoff. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, and, and I I answer the question a little different now, but somebody asked me at the shop uh, last year, they said, what's it like when, and Leah's crew chief was right behind me, and I had no idea he's back here, and, and somebody goes, what's it feel like when the shoots come out? And I, without a, missing a beat, said relief. Yeah. And, and, the guy, and the crew chief started laughing. He goes, I've been in drag racing 20 years. I've never heard anybody say relief. For what's it feel like when the shoots come out? Because you're like, it's done. I'm over. I'm. I'm. Fi- well, I, I know it. I'm gonna stop. Feels well, better than hitting the sandpit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, if you don't get stopped, you go into a big ski net. Oh yeah, hard. And and you're ju- <laughs> and you've completely junked your deal. I'm yeah. like, I mean, those things are. You know, they're just tubes, are they not? Yeah, and it's not like it's not like being at Daytona or the Indy 500 where ah, you miss pit road and you just go back around another lap and come in. It, it's make it, take it, miss it, kiss it. You either get stopped. Make turn it, off take the track, it, miss it, kiss it. Or you go and auger that thing in a ski net. So, mm. like, when the shoots come out, I'm just excited that I'm going <laughs> to get stopped. You know, one, get of, the, it again. one yeah. of the things, one, you know, TV doesn't, you know, TV does not do any justice to, no. for NHRA. You cannot even fathom. By the way, the Gator Nationals, uh, March 3rd through the 12th, go to NHRA.com for tickets. Tony's team will be there. Hey, again, his wife, Leah. Tony will be competing in top uh, top alcohol. But the one, if you, maybe you've been to the Daytona 500, and probably the most impressive thing about the Daytona 500 or something about NASCAR is, and, and Tony, you've, you, you're obviously participated in this, but when they, after you take the, the, the green on that very first lap, when you're finally up to speed and they come through the start-finish line as a thundering herd of buffalo, like that is an <laughs> unbelievable moment because that's the closest they're ever going to be. You got 43 of them, and TV can't give – you cannot appreciate that unless you're there. Yeah. NHRA, you cannot fathom how violent – this it's it's so you're you're thinking how can you put that much violence to the ground? You can't understand it. And I tell everybody I've been around motorsports for over forty years. A NASCAR race is unless you're there for the party for the weekend and you're camping for the weekend. It is ten times better if you're going just for the race. It's ten times better to watch it on TV than be there in person. Yeah. NHRA. It is ten times better to be at the event than it is to watch it on TV. If you can't go, then watch it on TV, obviously. Watch it on Fox. But if you can be there, when you buy your ticket, this is in all forms of motorsports I've ever been a part of. From dirt midgets to Silver Crown. Yeah, to to NASCAR and IndyCar. You buy a ticket to the race and you get your seat, you can't get down where the cars are in the pit area. Nope. You go to an NHRA race and you go to the Gator Nationals here in a couple weeks, 
when you buy your ticket, you go everywhere but on the starting line. Like right. you're down there where the teams are when they're doing the warm up. People are smelling the nitro fumes, and I had no idea until I met Leah how passionate the fans were about oh, being down niche. in the pit area oh. and the fumes. I mean. There'll be 40 people sitting behind the car when the car starts. Trying to get high off the nitrous. <laughs> and, the ni- and the nitro fumes burn your eyes so bad oh, that by the time it's done, there's eight people standing there. And they won't leave for nothing. They are not leaving. And pe- I've seen people and I've heard stories where they'll take trash bags and they try to catch the fumes in a trash bag. And, and take it, it. Oh, some real well, they just take it home. And Man, it's I, like got just, Tony, I got Tony's two fumes. When they want the, <laughs> exactly. When they want their fu- their fix, they just open the bag a little bit and let a Sounds little like out. A you know, until the, uh, you know, Lasowski took me to my very first NHRA in Texas when uh, when we were Selzy and Capsi, and I couldn't I couldn't fathom how close. The average guy who's sitting on the top row, how close that guy can get to, you know, he can get within, you can almost touch the cars. I mean, you got little stanchions there, but I mean, every, I think every ticket's a pit pass, they say, isn't it? Isn't it that is. pretty much it is? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's the great thing. Every event, when you buy an, a ticket at an NHRA event, it, it gets your seat, but you also get to go, you have access all the way down to the teams. You get to watch the crew guys working on the car. And that's one of the impressive things where NASCAR, they don't even touch the motors anymore at the track. No. Every run on an NHRA car, they're taking the motors apart, putting new rods and pistons in it and bearings, doing the whole service of it. Then they do the warm-up in the pit area after they've rebuilt it, and that's where the fans go crazy. So do you it, think there's something we could do to get the motors to last more than a quarter mile? No. <laughs> 11,000 horsepower, bud. Yeah. I, I got mean, something to show you, buddy. They got to take them apart. I mean, and they're literally like a ticking time bomb when they go down through oh, there. The I crazy mean, thing to look at, too, is the uh, the fuel pump. So you see how much fuel they flow? Look at, hey, how about like a, this guy being one of the greatest of all time right here on, my, on your top of your screen up here? This is from my track this weekend. <laughs> and Brady passed Jack uh, in all-time wins at USAC uh, Friday night at my track. And so Jack came on down. Jack Hewitt. Jack Hewitt. It, Tony, did you ever race with Jack back in the day? I raced with him a lot back in the day. And it was, what he it was like what racing he, what with what he Dale run Earnhardt. What he, oh, really? <laughs> would he get you dirty? Would he get you? No, he, he didn't drive you dirty. But he was one of those guys that you knew that if you drove him dirty at all or did something wrong, he was going to. At the bare minimum, you were going to have a conversation. If you and I got along great. Jack and I are great friends. I was. Oh, I love uh, Jack. He lives down in Florida now. Does he really? Yeah, he does. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, we we parked side by side at, at Eldora Speedway the year that he won all four divisions at the Four Crown. Only Nationals. guy ever to win yep. to do that. So it was uh, it was pretty cool to be parked next to him that weekend. We had a lot of fun with him and his wife. Now, aren't you the? Is, how many? Aren't there's a handful of guys that won. But two or three forms of USAC in one year, are you one of them? You're, I mean, you're one of them, but what are they? Silver, Crown, Midget, and Sprints? Yeah, the Crown Jewels are the National Midget Series, the National Sprint Car Series, and the Silver Crown Division. And uh, we were the first, we were the second driver to win all three of those divisions, but the first driver to win them all in one season. So I, I got to tell you, I, we had them there. We had them there this past weekend, and they still, dirt racing wise, are some of my fun, the, the, the funnest cars to watch. I mean, those guys drive. Yeah, I mean, and they're and they're not, you know, they're not driving it off the front tires. They're doing everything with the back tires. So if they want the car to turn more, they just use a little more throttle and get the back end to swing out more. If they want it to go the opposite direction. They just how good were you off. in non wing four ten? How good were you? I mean, you know, you were good in everything. Of the three, what were you the best in? Probably the midget. I feel like. I mean, I I liked them because they had about 330, 340 horsepower, and they weighed 900 pounds. Right. So the power-to-weight ratio was really good. And, and a lightweight car like that, 
uh, like you mentioned earlier, if the car wasn't right, I could I could manipulate it with my feet and hands and uh, make it do you know what it didn't want to do. What's your Mount Rushmore of racing? Well, which division? <laughs> no, all of racing of oh, all time. Man. Racing of I have a Mount Rushmore. I think you would have to. I think the first two that are no brainers. You'd have to put AJ Foyt and Mario Andretti, and you have to say AJ Foyt first because if if you say Mario Andretti and then you put AJ behind it, he doesn't even want to be on the list. And if AJ hears it, he'll try to beat you up. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to go AJ first, then Mario Andretti. Right. Uh, I would say John Force has to be on that list from NHRA because just nobody's done it as well for as long as he has. Um, and then this is where it gets really hard, probably on the last one. Yeah, you gotta have because you gotta maybe think about yourself a little bit. No, no, you gotta think about the King Richard Petty or Dale Earnhardt Sr. or Jimmy Johnson. One of or those. How three about one of the F one guys? You know, how about you know uh, Lewis was, Lewis Hamilton? Yeah. If you're gonna pick anybody from Formula One, it's gotta be Lewis Hamilton, in my opinion. You're building a house in Arizona, I heard. Dude, I'm dragging my feet like, how in like the my hell? legs broke. That's how much I'm dragging my feet I, to build a house. I, I don't even understand how you do it. I know some of the things and investments that you're in, and I don't even understand how you do it, bud. And now you're on Fox, and you know, now you're running, you know, now you're racing again, and you got World of Outlaw teams, and you got in Xfinity team. Like, how do you do it, bud? I mean, and you look good, too. You look pretty damn good. Like I mentioned earlier, I ran 11 races total last year, and it was the busiest year I've ever ever had in my career and you've known we you and i've known each other forever yeah and you've known when i've had busy seasons i've used to crazy. see where eddie would give you your sheet and your and it was a, a, a literally a sheet and you sometimes you were triple booked the day yeah yeah i mean you you were lucky i know one of those months i had two days off for the entire month now add leah in there who has you know uh, you know sponsor obligations and nhra is very much even more pro sponsor in hospitality than what you're used to as far as you know uh, nascar and i mean it, it's 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 got to be overwhelming it is a little bit but that's you know that's something that's a part of it this year of running the alcohol car with nhra that i'm really excited about because when when the nitro cars are up there, I get to watch Leah run. I get to watch Matt run. When that's over, then I go back, and then I go change, and I get to put my uniform on, and then I get to go run. So it's, uh, you know, where before when I had Donnie Schatz and Steve Kinzer driving for me with the wing sprint cars, right. we all ran at the same time. So this is a really cool deal with NHRA this year where I get to get in the car and I get to make my runs, but we're kind of like the support division to the nitro teams and the pro teams. So I get to do all of it on the same weekend, and that's something that uh, – you know, it, it's fun. It makes the day fun for me. It's a little more challenging because I've got to watch the schedule and make sure that, you know, if I'm up watching Nitro, if alcohol's right behind that, I've got to change before I go up there and have my uniform on to watch. So it's going to be a lot of fun this year. I'm super excited about starting the season at the Gator Nationals here. Uh, like I mentioned, we get to run the Baby Gators the week before, so that'll be a good tune-up race for us to uh, to get ready for the Nationals uh, the 10th through the 12th. Are, has there been any formal racing that you have not done that you want to? Barstool, probably, or hard I got count. to drive a barstool, bud. Did you? Yes. And did Arizona. you win it? No. I crashed. <laughs> <laughs> you crashed? My fat ass on top of that thing, I was top-heavy. <laughs> I bet. So... Tony Stewart told me one time he was driving me around Lakeland, son of a bitch, put me in his car. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. And, and just told me they were just going to cut in the brakes. They weren't going to do anything. Next thing I know, he's going up to, you know, they're doing the full deal and we're getting close to the wall and I'm dying. I'm literally dying. 
Please, please pull in. Please, please pull in. That's I, that's not what you were saying. Yeah, well, I was, you were screaming and you were like, "Please stop!" Yeah, and I, I'm and I'm like, and you turn on and said, "Say you're a bitch," and I go, "I'm the biggest bitch ever. I'm the biggest fattest bitch ever." I did make him say that. I wasn't going to say that. You told on yourself. It's okay. I go, "I'm the biggest fattest bitch ever. I'm a girl. I have a vagina. Whatever. Let me in, please." And he goes, he goes, and so we get out of the car, and I go, "What if we would have crashed?" And he goes. Tony Stewart doesn't crash on his own. People crash me sometimes, but I don't crash on my own. <laughs> well, and the other thing was I was I was in a full fire suit with a helmet on I and a seat with seat belts. Yeah. He was in shorts, a t-shirt, and was sitting on a packing with, blanket. With a roll cage no in helmet. Front of his with face. the fuel yeah. line running between my legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't going to be your biggest issue, trust me. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> but I can promise you, with him in the right side of the car, it didn't drive the same. Uh, no, you oh, could yeah. you oh, pretty oh, much oh. floored it through the. So what you're the, saying <laughs> is that had you hit the wall, it would have been his fault. No, I, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. It'd be push. It's Fox. Is Fox wearing you out to to continue to? Because I thought you did a great job. It's just a different feel with you and Clint in there. And are they wearing you out to do more? Well, the sad part is, uh, you know, Kevin Harvick let the cat out of bag at the LA Coliseum. Uh, Kevin's going to be in the booth full time next year for Fox. So I'm actually getting fired. Oh, (laughs) I've got five more events this year with Fox, and I love doing it. But the great thing is. I'm also getting the opportunity to to do the broadcast for the NHRA side as well. So I'm going to oh, do really? a couple races cool. with with uh, Fox again uh, at the NHRA. I know uh, we're doing Chicago, uh, the Chicago event. Alcohol doesn't run, so I'm going to do the full broadcast uh, for the Chicago event, which is cool because NHRA hasn't been at Joliet for years. So uh, it's bringing the series back there is going to be awesome. So cool. I'm excited about it. I like doing the TV stuff. Um, you know, you and I have had a lot of conversations about it. You've done all this stuff forever, and I, I called and relied a lot on you for, well, for I'm the one, advice. And a lot of people don't realize it's, I'm the one that got his uh, XM radio yeah. deal. I'm the one that put that yeah. one together. Nice. I, I went into the bosses before they started hating me, and I said, hey, <laughs> you guys got to get Tony Stewart in here to do it. Him and Matty, Matt, Matty Yoakum, and you guys did that for a couple of years, I think. Didn't yeah, we, we, we learned by the second show that literally when I would get, you know, if we if I was in Charlotte, we would do it from Matt's house, and right. we had the ability to to be split up. If I was in Indiana, I had a, a, a studio set up in the house, but uh, I had to drink a shot of Jack before the show because I, I <laughs> couldn't nervous? relax. Yeah, I was super nervous doing it. So uh, now all these years later, now they've got me doing TV broadcasts. Now you're doing TV, man, looking like a mil- like, like a million bucks. How about how about you? Where are you spending most of your time, Indiana? Honestly, with our schedule the way it is, and with all the things that we're doing, um, it's it's kind of back and forth. I mean, we I've literally by the end of the day today, I'll have been in Florida for two weeks already, and I don't leave Florida till March seventeenth, with the exception wow. of Friday, flying out to Fontana to do the Fox broadcast for the the NASCAR race. And then I literally come back and get ready for the uh, Baby Gator Nationals the, the next weekend and then the Gator Nationals the following weekend. What kind of plane you got nowadays? Remember when you used to have that badass one? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Well, I got It's still pretty badass, but it's more – it's a better It's more uh, economical. Plane. Well, it's a better plane for us to get into smaller airfields, which a lot of times are closer to the dirt tracks and stuff we go to. We've got a, a Citation CJ4 now. Nice. You you had a what a CJ two when we were hanging out with when was it a two? My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile, and I can do it all for fifteen dollars a month when you purchase a three month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk. 
text and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just $15 a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, I think for a while we had the Falcon 50, which yeah, you that was I, badass. I don't think I ever got to be on the Falcon 50. Oh, man, that <clears> was yeah. the one you wanted to be on. No, I know Triple that engine. was. That, yeah, that was badass. That could almost make it across the pond, could it not? Yeah. But that thing, when you fired it up, it was like shooting dollar bills out the back. Exactly. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the worst part of that. I mean, deal. just sitting on the tarmac, you're probably burning, you know, five Gs, weren't you, just on the tarmac? You, you you would go to races with us, and after the race is over, I mean, think about this. Every week, every Sunday, these NASCAR drivers, oh. they run during the day, and as soon as it's over, they all haul ass to the airport. Right. That was and the best race. That was the line. best race. Yeah, and the you sit there and watch the all these guys ripping out of the bus lot to try to get to the airport to sit in line and burn fuel. And I'm like, and I understood it. You know, a lot of these guys have young children that had school the next day. So they try to get home, to put their kids to bed and see their family and stuff after a long weekend. So we, you and I, we'd sit in the bus and just hang out around and hang out and get in trouble. Wait till the pilot called and say, wait. yeah, there's three of them in line now. And we'd go jump in, fire up, take off right away. Wait for my, Mike Arney to give me dirty looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were talking on the way over here. I said, yeah, it took two years for Arning to finally have. He still hates me. No, no, he loves you now. <laughs> okay. He loves you. But it, it took us two full years of absolutely no, we are not doing this show. Yeah. We are. This guy's nuts, which you are nuts, but we love you anyway. <laughs> but I've really, I've really muffled it down. And that's really, with Eddie I'm, trying to help, too. You're somewhat neutered a little bit. I'm very neutered. I'm very neutered. I'm neutered and I'm old, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling you, us old guys, we, we just have more knowledge. How's old Godfather doing? It's terrible. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't feel good. He's been oh, sick. No. He uh, he had COVID. Shame. Um, and I retired. When I retired, it was really hard on him. So uh, 
You know, I'm I'm trying but to find a way to get him back flash, involved. You're not retired, buddy. No, not at all. Not even close. You're not retired at all. I just keep shifting around like the Grateful Dead. I keep moving around here and there and trying different things. How do you think your NASCAR program is going to do this year? I'm excited about it. I mean, I, at L.A. at the Coliseum, I mean, Ryan Priest and his first race I like for that us kid. At, at SHR. I, li- I really like that guy. I do. If we didn't have the fuel pump issue, he he's probably going to win the race. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we should have won there. Eric Amarola was... Probably the strongest SHR car at Daytona this week, but um, all of them, by the time they got to Saturday after the last practice, they all were happy with their car. Uh, They all showed strength. Priest ran up front. Eric ran up front. Harvick ran up front. um, Briscoe ran up front and led. I mean, they all led or ran in the top two at some point during the race. So, I mean, we had strength. We had speed. Uh, but it's just Daytona. It's a wreck fest, and it is. You, you take really nice cars there, and then you take them back in a basket when you leave here. So, and, and don't forget, like you own it, so that's dollars to you. Like you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh my God, there's four hundred grand right there, just wadded up, right? Four hundred. It was worse than that. I mean, we had three cars in one wreck, and I'm Ooh. like, oh my God, what's a car so, cost geez. all in, Tony? And I know you can't like R and D and wind tunnel, and like, but like just roll like a car. Like, is it hundred and fifty, two hundred? You think? Oh, it's way more than that. You're probably spending a half a million dollars on a car. On a car yeah he's mm. easily and it might be more than that honestly with and, all and, the technology that and how about nhra what's what's is it is it as as expensive it's expensive I, I tell everybody i'm like nhra is not expensive until you start it when you start the motor then it gets real expensive that's when the dollars start you might, yeah. it might as well be dollars coming out of those tailpipes right yeah but man it's so cool to watch but but honestly i mean you know where nascar on the nascar side in in our prime when when i was driving we would have 17 cars for each driver the NHRA side, we got a primary and a backup car, and you know they just don't crash you cars. You had a lot. seventeen cars when you were in NASCAR per, per driver and team. Whoa! Because you'd have wow. super speedway cars, short track cars, road course cars, intermediate cars, concrete cars. You, you had cars, you had backup cars, and cars and cars and cars. Wow! What do you still got your remote control business? Yeah, RC Car Company with Custom Works RC. Yeah, how's it? You still doing pretty good. Yeah, and the cool thing, and 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 this was just kind of dumb luck, but the industry kind of shifts. I mean, it, it, you know, people in the industry they'll get into carpet oval racing, and then they'll get on to dirt oval racing. Now the hot thing is RC drag racing. I've seen that. Yeah. So so Lee and I two years ago we were at my house in Indiana at the ranch, and uh, our team guys were coming from Charlotte. They were driving to Milwaukee, and said, "Hey, can we come stay a night?" Well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, they got there late. Lee is already in bed. Come in, he shows me the car, and we we are now, we used to just build dirt oval cars. Now we're building drag cars. So our guys come in, and they show me the car, and they were driving to Milwaukee to a race that paid 15000 to win. Jeez. So I take the car in, and at that time, this is all, you know, c- during COVID, and the prize money was way down. The To win a Nitro division was 15000 so I literally went in there, woke Lee up. I said, hey, check this car out. And she's like, oh, it's really cool. I said, guess what? It's racing for the same amount of money to win this weekend as you are. As you are. That's how big now, are they all RC electric? drag racing is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's 200 feet is, is the length of the track. And they do it in like 1.7 seconds now. Dang. It's crazy. Uh, and it, but it doesn't hurt. You crash, it doesn't hurt at all. No, it well. doesn't. <laughs> And it's really not even that expensive, really. I mean, I mean, new bodies. What's a new body cost? Body. If those guys crash, it's way more than a body. They're they're wadding crap. Replacing up. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's expensive. Tony Stewart's worst investment and Tony Stewart's best investment. Not necessarily mm. on gains and returns, but on paint any assness and likeness. 
<laughs> the, the the category for pain in the ass part would be huge. The best thing I ever did was marry my wife Leah. Well, yeah, that, and, and that's, that's, that's a no brainer. Yes, obviously. I got her shirt on, by the way, because because my boy Gooch told me a couple shirts. Dang, she's out of the room right now. <laughs> Don't let me should find out. Uh, so anyway. Um, but like, which which what what is like, and and like a lot of people don't know. I think you're involved in flow racing. You obviously own Eldora. You, you know, you got a drag race team. You got an NHRA team. You got uh, uh you got uh, an Xfinity team. You got a NASCAR team. You got, I mean, you part just, owner in SRX series. Yeah, the yes. All Stars. Yeah, I mean, we, where do, I mean, where do we've I got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff. A lot. What's your favorite? And you know what? Rather than to see what's your last fa- least favorite, because that could piss some people off. What's your favorite, Eldora? I would say Eldora and then my NHRA teams. I yeah. I enjoy the I absolutely love the atmosphere at an NHRA race. It's so different. Where NASCAR, I mean, it was hard to get in the pit area for people and it was chaotic. It's chaotic in a different way, but the fans at, in the NHRA races are unbelievable. And and they're respectful of your time. I mean, if you're there working on the car and they're standing five feet away, they're they're not sitting there trying to get you to stop working on the car to come take a picture. They they love watching the dream, the teams and the drivers work on the car, and they love being close to the action. But it's a smaller niche, but it's a very loyal niche. You Absolutely, but the numbers. I mean, I, I'm blown away by how many people are in the pit area to to come to an NHRA race. I mean, it's awesome. The atmospheres, everybody's excited. They're happy to be there, and that's something that you don't see at a lot of motorsports these days. So, I I love it. It's not because I'm doing it, but that's part of the reason why I'm I'm participating in NHR this year. Because you like I it like a lot. I like how they do things. I like how they uh, take care of the race fans and well, uh, sumo told me goes, I tell you one thing, goddamn, you wouldn't believe the hospitality game. I mean, it's a whole nother level. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what sumo said. Well, and and part of that is, I mean, you think about it. Uh, you know, a qualifying day on Saturday, the cars are going to make two runs. Well, that's if you look at that on time from the time they hit the gas till the end. I mean, it's less than eight seconds for two runs. So what do you do the rest of the time? Well, that's that's why being in the pits is so important for the fans to come down, get to watch the teams and drivers work on the car, disassemble the motors, rebuild Completely the motors. Completely disassemble the And the atmosphere is unreal. And, and what we do with hospitality, you know, at a NASCAR race, you want people in hospitality for three and a half, four hours watching the race. Well, instead, now we take these people and now for three and a half, four hours, they're in the pit area watching these guys work on cars and and the great thing is our partners are able to come do B2B business with each other, which is really good for us. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited for you, my friend, and you're doing so well, and you're going to be racing again, which I think um, is just something that you always have to be doing. I just, yeah. I mean, until you're in a wheelchair, I think you're going to have to be, I mean, you, I think he'll, you still, even, race. he'll still, he'll race wheelchairs. He will. <laughs> I got to be racing something. He'll you know the world's that, fastest wheelchair. I, I know you had some I, bad subject. Not to, don't, don't get mad at me. I know you had some bad luck at the rumble this year. I was looking. Oh yeah. yeah. We, we were fast. We had a good car. It was just, uh, I had motor problems the second day and, and, uh, you know, the, the munchkin. Day. Okay. Is it okay? Yeah. Body wise. Yeah. Okay, it was just motor problems. Yeah, we just had just it was just little things. I mean, it was we we were really fast up there. We just had bad luck. Do you have enough time to tell the fifty dollar bill story? Oh man, I hate fifty dollar bills. No, no, I know, and I and I got ribbed and was told one time to give you a fifty dollar bill, oh. and I almost got punched in the face. Of course, sumo told, go up here and give him a fifty. See how it works out. Yeah, I would have clubbed you down like a baby seal. I, I know you did. And there's a story behind it, and it's Dale Senior involved, is it not? Yeah, Dale Senior was real, real superstitious about fifty dollar bills, and uh, we had uh, Ronnie Crooks was my shot guy, and we were at Martinsville, and they lined the cars up on the racetrack, and. 
He said, he goes, after the national anthem, he goes, take this $50 bill down to Dale. He said, wait till he gets in the car there. Don't do it when he's outside the car. So I watched him. It's like an offering, right? Like, like, you know, like. Yeah, just say, good luck luck today. And so I went to hand that thing inside there, and Richard Childress clotheslined me. (laughs) And Dale Sr. couldn't suck back in the seat any further than he already was. Like, he, he had a panic look on his face. And that is the same day. That Kenny Irwin and I had our big scrap, and that changed everything for me as well. Not in a great way. So I mean, they, I'm superstitious as all get out. I do not want to touch a fifty dollar no, bill. No, you will not. And I literally almost got a lady fired from Joe Gibbs Racing for putting fifty dollar bills in my per diem. Really? Oh. Yep. Absolutely. I threw a fit because we, they were terrible luck. And you also won't stay in a room that ends in one one that equals thirteen or is thirteen. Yeah, right if it's on got that? thirteen in the room number. I, I don't. I won't stay on the thirteenth. Didn't they give floor. you? A, didn't NASCAR give you like a hard card one year with thirteen in it, and you had them change it? <laughs> the hard card was thirteen, thirteen. I'm like, oh. you idiots! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and I sent it back, and then they sent another one back, and and the numbers added up to thirteen. I said. <laughs> Let's try this one more time. <laughs> Listen, but us drivers, all of us drivers are superstitious. But you're, but you're the exception. You're super superstitious. Yeah. yeah, very much so. But I mean, so thirteen, no fifty dollar bills. Anything else? I didn't like green. Like yeah, I didn't, green, I, I didn't want green. anything to do with green race cars. And okay. some of the cars that I drove when I started at Joe Gibbs Racing were hand-me-downs from Bobby Labonte. Okay. And you had some green and, in and them. And sometimes you'd see a hint of green, so right. I'd take a black Sharpie and I'd cover the green okay. with a Sharpie. Even no or teals, you just wreck nothing. it. you just no. wreck it so you Definitely get a new no body. for me. No teals. Right. <laughs> What's that, bub? It, or you just wreck if some If a car had like one of Bobby's hand-me-downs, some green, you just wall it and get, so, you can get a new, <laughs> so you can get a new body. No, I never did that. I never did that. I mean, uh, back then, those guys, I mean, when guys built cars in NASCAR in that day and age, it, they were craftsmen. I they, mean, they were. They were hand-making the body, the body panels. Now we buy the pieces from NASCAR, and A, you hope they fit when you get them, and, and it doesn't, the craftsmanship isn't there anymore. They don't have to do it. The, the cars look awesome. The new bodies are awesome. They are. The, the new car is uh, an appealing car to look at, obviously. Uh, but it's taken a lot of the craftsmanship. You're, you're out of one it. lap to one one race at all, and I knew, I knew you guys were skirting around the issue a little bit. You talked about it on Fox this past Sunday, but you know the Kyle. I think Kyle Busch did a segment on the one that he wants to win. You know, is is the Daytona 500. You are the winningest. You and Dale Senior, I think, are tied or one and two with regards to the amount of victories at Daytona. But never the well. Dale had one one five hundred. Yeah. That one, the one five hundred, is the one thing on your bucket list that you know got away from you. That I, that you know will probably forever you know not haunt you, but just disturb you. If you're if there's one to go, and you're leading the Daytona five hundred, who do you want on your back bumper? A teammate. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, somebody that you know is not. But gonna out of dump all you. the guys you've raced over uh, the years, who could push you the best? Kevin Dale Earnhardt Jr. Actually, really, yeah. Dale and I, we were we were never teammates. Never drove for the same team, and I did drive his Xfinity car some. Right, but we got to be really good buddies at restrictor plate tracks at Daytona Talladega. We would get hooked up together, and it and it got to the point where we did such a good job of drafting together that the rest of the field would do everything they could the entire race to, to break keep you us two up, broke apart, and split up in different lines and different areas. So uh, now, are there guys, Tony, that just don't? Just just can't hook on good and are just back there beating you up, and there's other guys who are just so good at it? Yeah, there are. I mean, Brad Keselowski, is a, he's a good pusher, but it's sketchy. I mean, he hits you hard. So when, 
when he hits you, if you watch the race and you watch the qualifying race on Thursday, any anybody that was in front of Keselowski, their cars looked terrible. They were all over the place. Well, it's because Brad's pushing them all over the place. So some guys are a little more have a little more finesse when it comes to the pushing. You gonna attempt the five hundred again? No, I'm man. I'm too old for that. You you're can not gonna, win you're not gonna Morgan Shepard it. No, <laughs> definitely not. Morgan Shepard. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, the, to go back to the the Daytona 500 part, the the two biggest races that I never won were the Indy 500 and the Daytona 500. God. But man, you look at the races now, and 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 the great thing was Ricky Stenhouse didn't wreck somebody to win the 500 this mm-hmm. year. He no. drove his way to the yep. lead, and then the caution came out behind him. And that I respect. But man, when Austin Dillon dumped. Yep. Eric Amarola and, uh, gosh, I can't remember um, the 34 card. Uh, oh, I forget grief. the guy's name. Uh, Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. When Michael McDowell, McDowell won the race, the two leaders took each other out. I mean, that's not that's not how you want to win the biggest right. stock car race of the year. And, and it's like, it's the first race of the year for NASCAR. It's their biggest race of the year. And it ends in a crash fest all the time. And I keep looking going, how do we call this a su- success? So, I'm glad to get that weekend behind us now. I'd go from 500 horsepower cars to a 5,000 horsepower car wow. that I get to drive and and uh, go back to real racing again. Did, did you see the big uh, the big wreck I had at, at uh, Saturday night at my track? No. Did you have a big yard sale? Oh my God! I got to find it and he'll wait to hold on. Wait till you see this, buddy. And and as a track owner, um, this you know as a track owner, this is the worst thing that you can see for a track yes. owner. Here it is. This is. Uh, the B main. This is the B. Um, this, is, this is where you expect to see some cars yeah, this, in the B main. This guy here, the guy is from West Terre Haute, Indiana, <laughs> that causes the carnage. Who, what's his name? Uh, I don't know, but he drives for Honest Abe. Uh, Kevin. <clears throat> Kevin somebody. You think he's a rookie. Really nice guy. And in his post interview, he said I was his favorite radio personality because he remembered <laughs> me from Terre Haute. But wait till you <laughs> see how much money he cost me. You ready, bud? Let it rip. him the sixth on the field. That'll shuffle Maddox back into the bump spot. Swanson continues to pester for P2 and oh, it's bad. Oh, yeah. Look at those dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. Watch. Right in front of the Hold crowd, on. too. Now, Tony, I'm going to say something that you will 100% back me up. Watch the boys from MedStar, the best ever. They're Bef- there before the car stops. Before moving. the car stops, MedStar is there. All right, two turning, things we're, turning the fuel off and save the guy. Two things we're going to watch here that when we replay this, we're going to watch this idiot try to. His name's Kevin Newton. Kevin Newton. Oh, uh, I know Kevin Newton. I knew that's who it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, Kevin, he's no not driving a rookie. Newton. He's not a rookie well, by any means. He just drives like a rookie. My God, <laughs> I could have put Lummy out there. But he's a cool guy. Super cool guy. Super cool but, guy. The things we're going to see is we're going to watch all the fencing that Bubba has to pay for and yeah. replace oh, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But before this thing even finishes, the guy in the flag stand there, watch his reaction because this car is flipping and ripping the fence out and right in front of him and yeah. coming straight at him. And they'll show. Now look. Now watch. Watch yep. MedStar. And so MedStar, because they're the best, he goes underneath the car, Tony, and turns the fuel off. Most people don't know to do that. Well, not only that, and what Red most people out, don't know, MedStar. the guy right there. That guy saved my life. Saved your life. That was the in guy. In Missouri, that the, wasn't it? Uh, no, in Oskaloosa, Iowa. When, Iowa. When it uh, blew my leg out. I was Already bleeding on the so scene. bad. Oh, yeah. right. That guy right there. Yep. Doug Tony Al. <clears throat> yep. 
Right, let's look at my bub army. Obnoxious <laughs> clown mobile. What is that? What are you getting ready to do? Shoot back to the Future 4? <laughs> Dark Match 18. <laughs> Ghostbusters 6? Look at your bubble. you got to be over the top. Look, look at this. Right oh. here, but if you that guys thing would take about six miles to get to 88 miles an hour. Pumping out the Corey Cubs. Kevin Newton is okay. He was the one that rode the wall earlier on. Yeah, so he rode the wall earlier in the heat. And, and 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 almost did the same thing. Maybe he Trying thought it was going to work line. the second time. I don't know. <laughs> a little, a little you know, man, up in turn four, you get up in no man's land up at my place, man. That flattens out over there, and you better be have a handle on Bye. it. Yeah, it does. It, but that's the thing. That's what's fun about your racetrack is that so it has Newton character, is... and it's it's a very technical track. It's not like you're running Mach 12 around there. Didn't you say one time my it. track is one of the most technical tracks you've ever driven? Yes, absolutely. Here we go. For those of you in the stands, we follow along with Flo Racing, but Newton got way wide coming out of turn number four. No, no, clipped no. the wall. And look at the flagman. He's like, he's trying to figure out if he needs to jump head first yeah. off of the stand right there. Exactly. At that point in time, she was all He's like, all right, we're good now. Over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here, and so they interview Kevin here. At, Scott and all the guys got the car running really well. And what the, here, here we go. DJ of all time. Here we go. It's a little rough as well, but hey, I'm sorry, Bubba. For taking your fence down. Bubba the Love Sponge is my favorite DJ of all time. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, He's saying Bubba. that because he doesn't want you to send him a bill for the fence. Yeah. Right. Sumo's already been on the phone. I bet you Setzer can send us nine poles, and I can send the Brown Brothers down there, and we can have that thing fixed up by the weekend, Bubba. <laughs> by the weekend? Sumo would have it fixed in a day and a half. And and, the, and it would take a full day just to get the people down there. I He'll know. have it knocked out in half a day. I get the Brown Brothers down there. They can stay in the RV. Setzer make the poles. We'll have those things done. I'm telling I've already had that conversation. And they had it good enough where they could finish the race. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually had to get on a, we had to zip tie, we had to zip tie and bring in temporary. Please don't tell me we, you zip tied stuff. Y- yes, Tony, we zip tied, <laughs> and then we moved everybody out of that section, out of that section, you know, So, but we weren't going to, look at fence pa- repair delay, look right there on flow. Is it true you got a little something to do with flow? I don't. Oh, I so don't. I thought, Other than they're a partner with ours with Eldora Speedway and the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Oh, okay. I thought maybe, I was like, God, how much richer can Tony get if he owns Flo? Richer, <laughs> bud, you ought to see the bills I pay on these race teams. Yeah, <laughs> but I also know. I, also I, I know, went from I mean. comfortable to not as comfortable. I mean, I'm not to, I'm not ramen noodles. I'm not there yet, but. Hold on. I, I, you're not as broke as when you drove, I forget, some car from Columbus with your girlfriend and you uh, to Milwaukee, yeah. and it paid like 7500 to win, and you, and you fed the entire crew afterwards, and you put the money in the trunk because you'd never had that much money before. Listen, we were so broke back then. I bought like a cheap. $10 briefcase to just try to look like a professional driver, <laughs> which nobody nobody was carrying briefcases yeah, around. All, all so I looked like briefcases. an idiot. Briefcases! Right. So I bought this briefcase, and we literally go from Rushville, Indiana to Milwaukee, and I was going to run the the uh, USAC race right. at, at the Milwaukee Mile. Big so track, too. Dirt race the night before. Uh, it paid, I think it paid six grand total, and I got... Uh, I, we when we drove there, we had to stop and get gas one time, and then we went to McDonald's and we got a child sized Coke, a small fry, and a cheeseburger, and split it. Yeah, because we didn't have enough money, and then we didn't have enough money to get in the pits. We had to borrow money to get in the pits to get our pit passes. Luckily, win the race. They paid me in fives and tens. Oh. So this new ten dollar briefcase I bought, <laughs> I looked like a gangster. You did with all the cash. Like you opened the lid up, and it was it was absolutely slap full. <laughs> so That's two things funny. I did: it took the guys to dinner. Uh, the crew took the shoes off that I had my street shoes that stunk so bad because I couldn't afford a new pair of shoes, threw them over the fence, 
Uh, I wore my driver's shoes to the hotel, and my girlfriend went and bought me a new pair of tennis shoes the next day, and then we went to Milwaukee and race. And you thought you were loaded, did you not? Dude, I was loaded. I mean, yeah. for me, that's the most money I'd ever had what's in one the, time. What's the, big, what's the biggest paying race you've ever won? Uh, my my very first win with SHR, uh, the All-Star Race, it was a mil- paid a million dollars. That's right. Win. I remember that. <sighs> yeah. That was in the Office Depot. We're car. working on NHRA now. We're trying to get NHRA to do a million dollar to win race. So Why don't yeah. they? Oh. I don't know. We're working on it. Tell man. them you're a promoter, Eldora. You know how to do all that kind of stuff. I'm all for it, but I think it should pay a million to win the alcohol class. <laughs> not yeah. The right. not, the nitro, not the funny cars <laughs> or anything like that? Yeah, no. I'm, dude, I'm so excited. I wish people could understand. I... I I I haven't been this excited about racing in a long time, and you know I love everything we do with NASCAR. I love what we do with our Sprint Car Series, Eldora, the All Stars. Um, our this TTs. is your new baby. This is your new shiny object. But it's not just that it's a shiny toy. I mean, this is probably one of the most challenging things I've done in motorsports. It's it is that different, and I think that's why I like it so much. Is it is it is a huge challenge to do things right and. You know, like I said, we're, I'm driving a car with 5,000 horsepower. And it's like you got to be on top of it. Anything you can ever, you've you've lived your life, uh, you know, uh, unbelievably in all types of ways, but you've never been married and raced against the person. Well, you've never been married, and congratulations on that. But Thanks. now you're comp- you could potentially end up competing against your wife how that how's that gonna work smoke mm-hmm. it's not it's not, <laughs> it's, not it, it, it's it's a terrible idea Leah, Leah Pritchard <laughs> and Tony and Tony Stewart are at the lined up, the lined up here uh, this no. is for the finals for the Wally uh do you redline on purpose kid <laughs> if you want to sleep in your own bed you do <laughs> I mean the best thing you can do is just sit there and go after you because if you beat her you're you may not even be able to sleep in the same house that night. Yeah, you may be in uh, you may be in Columbus. She might be in Lake Havasu because she's she's every bit as uber competitive as I am. So I have I have not met her. I hope that she I hope that you she's not doesn't have Bubba pre hate because anybody that you've ever <laughs> hooked up with has always has Bubba pre hate because they Googled me or something like that and they everybody nobody that you've ever dated has pre liked me have they no. So hopefully she hasn't been, you know, hasn't been. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing for that. He's yeah. right on this one. Yeah, so. yeah, Tony can't. But it was for different that. reasons. Hey, Everybody had a different when's reason. When's the last time Tony Stewart was reasons. locked up with a non-rebuttal? N- never. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. But so, you were you were so right on that. It was like I had nowhere to even go with it. No, I mean you know uh, the, the the Mexican hated me and she every, hated everything. That's true. She so I mean, she okay, just so started with hate and and that's that, that was her that was her exit strategy. That was her par hate. Yeah. And but I I have been told by the mayor of Columbus. And by the way, Lummy, do you have your most people your most famous people from Columbus, Indiana? Yes, I do. Do you have your list? You know, do you know we have a category uh, of specifically for Columbus, Indiana? Listen, this this could go really good for you or bad for you depending on where I land on this well, list. Well, I think it's going to go I, well. I mean, it's no, that's well, true. No, it, well, I'm going to have to take my lumps none, nonetheless. These I, are Let's see me, how you do, bud. Let me let me go ahead and and you got to read the you got to yep. Number 1 should be obvious. The what? most popular people born, lived or resided in Columbus, Indiana are as followed. Number 1, Sumo. Number two, that's true. Tony Stewart, that's true. Number three, Jeff the Gooch Patterson. Number not four, true. Number number four, number four, <laughs> Keith Koontz. Keith Koontz, yeah, that's uh, true. Number five, you have Felicia Fay, who replaced Mike Pence. Felicia Fay is an OnlyFans girl that's uh, the stepdaughter to the to the judge. That's right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> number six, uh, Shane Sheldon Brown. Yep. Number seven, Pork Chop. Number eight is Shane Ross, and number nine is uh, Blaine Keel. R.I.P. Blair Keel. R.I.P. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's, who, my, who, that's who pretty we, close. Who are we missing? 
we're, we are missing two main people, I would say, that are should be mentioned. Mike Pence, obviously. Well, we had him in there, and we pulled him well, out. Well, you just missed the top ten. I mean, it, I can see, it was a close, probably. It was probably he close to 11. He used to be 11th. fourth or fifth when he was he, vice uh, president. He, but he we was, went down to Mike Pence Park, and it's where all the people shoot heroin, and I had to take yeah, him off the list. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got to clean it up. If I we can went, clean it up, he might be back at hey, ninth I actually, or tenth. I actually did a thing on my YouTube channel. I said, let's go to Mike Pence Park and play, and then we went to Tony Stewart's park and played, and I played on all your equipment, and it was beautiful and well-kept and nice, and then all of his had heroin addicts and I and I and I, and I, I, I I'm sorry who's, who's the other person Chuck Taylor Chuck Taylor all-stars the, the Chuck Taylor the Chuck Taylor I, I might put him ahead of pork chop I don't know I uh, I'd say it's pretty close I mean how do you not like Chuck Taylor all-stars I think you got to probably put him you know I I don't know and I don't know anything about this band but I remember when I was a kid that this band was on the signs the four freshmen I don't remember it was a musical group you know, yeah, uh, Nelson PK might know those. Uh, your yeah, dad, your it dad. definitely is more his era. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tony, I can't thank you. I know, I know I probably kept you longer than I was supposed to. I, yeah, I, don't I, worry about our schedule we're on today, bud. I mean, I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just strictly here for you. All these TV outlets and all this other stuff can wait, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and, and I was probably in good with the NHRA guy. Now he hates my guts like Mike Arney. Oh, no, I, I rode with him here. He he hated you before we got here. Yeah, but but I've, been, I've been trying to give good advertising. And, and you know, Tony, I think I think they're going to let me uh, attend the NHRA. Thing. I'm on bus. I told him to put that is That is the one thing that he actually did talk about on the way here is how excited he was to have you come to the Gator Nationals. And, so. and we're going to just promote the hell out of it, and hopefully they'll let me park by you. I haven't been you. to the Gator Nationals in years. I can't wait. And hopefully let us, you know, give us, like, you know, some some credentials and we get some free hot dogs. I'm just going to go to your... Sumo says, listen, once you get there, just go to Tony's place. You'll be taken care of, okay? Yeah, we'll bring our pizza maker. <laughs> we'll bring our Presto yeah, pizza even, maker. Yeah, we don't even need the pizza maker. We, we, we have good food. But would you at least admit that I'm the one that turned you on to the Presto pizza maker? Dude, if those people People need to sponsor me. I need to have a PSA with them because <laughs> I I have gifted probably a dozen of those. I know, people. but you didn't answer the question. But yes, you, you absolutely did. Not only did you do that, we did something that was unprecedented when we won my second championship in 2005. They uh, <laughs> the day that we're up at Bristol, Connecticut, at ESPN's campus, and and have all the interviews after winning the championship. The lady on the way to the airport, one of the people from NASCAR, she goes, "What do you want in your room?" And we'll leave out one of the objects that we put in the room, but they took out a hundred year old 14 person antique table out of the president's suite at the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> we had that taken out. Put a poker table in there. We put a poker table in there, had one hell of a poker game in there. We had an exercise pole. Yes. What would you say? We, yes. You're, you're yes. big on exercising. Yes, we are. And, and, and I, I, you, you it's like even it. better when I get to watch somebody else exercise, so I'll be right. honest. It, it, yes, right. Sumo. And me and Sumo, while installing this pole, uh, <laughs> broke the ceiling. Broke the 100-year plaster. That was, Literally <laughs> broke the ceiling yeah. in the president's suite at the oh. Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. Yeah, yeah. And, and I will tell you, Tony and was— And we didn't care at all about it. it we was worth it. We Tony, gave zero Fs about Tony it. Tony Stewart was it. probably the last champion to really— party like a champion uh, as far as NASCAR champions? Because I think you, the, the, the the final time you won it, I don't think you partied near like no. that. No. Like, no, I was fearful that I was going to get banned from NASCAR like we almost did after 2005. You know, the funny, oh, yeah. the funny but we thing did is, have the pizzazz pizza maker, right. a mini freezer in there that was nice. loaded with tombstone pizzas. The, the, first, the first one you ever got, I took your uh, Chevy SSR they let you borrow to a Walmart far away at like 2 a.m. to find this thing. <laughs> 
and brought it back for you to take the next morning. You were a god, though, when you did that. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was amazing. When, we were, idea. when we were at the store, the Waldorf, whatever the hell, and me and Sumo, we had basketball shorts and T-shirts on, and the and the the, the they wouldn't <laughs> let us up to the to the main. We're like, we're supposed to be staying with Tony Stewart. We <laughs> yeah. got keys to get you in. You show up to the Waldorf Astoria in gym shorts, T-shirts, <laughs> and high, high tops that the laces weren't tied on, and, and Tony, their keys. The people giving them us giving our keys, which you know they stayed in the suite with us. They, they hand the keys and they look at these guys and they're like, these idiots are staying in yep. the presidential suite here. So then, then Mike, Mike, Mike already comes. He goes, you and Sumo need to go to the big guy's shop and get tuxedos. Immediately. You immediately. So Sumo goes, well, goddamn, we got to go down and get some tuxedos now. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so they, if we're going to go to this this fancy ass dinner, and then we got and so they sit us behind, they, they put us way in the back behind this pole. In the dark. <laughs> in the dark. Not an exercise pole, by the way, either. either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I, I will say, I, that's the best I've ever seen Bubba look and Sumo. I mean, they were they were high and tight. Oh yeah, we were high and tight until JD Gibbs uh, and we t- tried to take a picture with JD and uh, and Joe, and they're like they reluctantly <laughs> took it. I do got a picture of JD. JD All right, Gibbs. I got to go to work. I know today. you got to go. Hey, right, Tony, thanks, Tony. We're gonna say goodbye to everybody. And see you in a couple weeks. See you in a couple. Yeah, of yeah. Weeks. Thanks for letting me finish.